Alright everyone and welcome yet to another edition of Game Wild, episode 33. The big 3-3. Three, three. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, back up. Or is it 34? 34, Joe! God, wow. you can't even count anymore. What I is this? I actually couldn't count from the beginning. If, if you notice, I... I probably, out of the 34 episodes, there's probably 10% of them that I've made the mistake on what episode it's, it is. So. It's okay. This past weekend, it's I was casting. 10%. And literally on stream while I was casting, I was like, wait, one, two, like counting on my fingers. So don't feel that bad. <laughs> anyways guys it's the 34th episode there's a lot of numbers here we're gonna talk ps5 stuff we're gonna talk gamescom 2020 um so it's like there's numbers all over the place so excuse me for um not counting properly anyways though but you come here for things like this because we're all human we all make mistakes and you know that we have some of the best video game knowledge in the industry that a lot of people don't know about. Hell yeah, in esports. In esports. In esports. Um, so make sure you're ringing that bell on YouTube. You're five starring us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. All them apps. I don't know, if and all those apps and stuff like that. Wherever you listen to us, give us a positive review, rate us positively, and um, help us grow. Because that's what we're going to try to do. And we're going to be working on some other things social media wise. I know we talked about it last week. We've just been very busy in our personal lives and our work lives. And um, so we are trying to put more of an effort towards the podcast. So please keep an eye out for invites to our Facebook groups and stuff like that as they become available. So with that being said, let us start off with the PS5 they are cordially inviting you to be able to pre-order their system first, but not first by saying, Hey, pre-orders are available, but saying, Hey, you're going to get an invite from Sony to be able to actually pre-order it. So it's like you're Charlie trying to get the golden ticket. But the problem is, is you can't even buy a chocolate bar to get the ticket instead sony's checking to see how many chocolate bars you've bought in the past through your lifetime <laughs> of purchasing chocolate bars and they're like you want to know what charlie sorry you're a poor ass bitch you ain't getting a ps5 <laughs> you were lucky that you found that golden ticket the last time kid sorry I right, listen. I'm not gonna lie. I love the analogy. That, that was that was on point. That was that was perfect. That is literally exactly the case. They they they're handing out golden tickets, but they're not allowing everybody a way to get the golden ticket. And right, f that man. Like I, <laughs> and you still have oh. to pay full price for it. So it's not yeah, even like, like you get anything special. It's like basically they're just saying, listen, we're going to guarantee that you'll have a PlayStation Five for holiday 2020. That's all they're doing, and it's going to be a small amount. <laughs> and it's super elite. Once again, proving why Xbox is the people. Oh my God. Listen to you. The people. Dude, PS5 is still going to blow out Xbox for sales. You know. Yeah, but that but doesn't like, matter. They're still the I people. Know, that doesn't matter. They don't need to make money. Like, forget that. We don't need They're to make making money. money in other ways, bro. Let's not go down this rabbit hole again. Well, yeah. I mean, so, well, or else I, we can I just cancel think... the rest of this podcast well, I... and talk about this again. I will say Microsoft is probably better off company wise than Sony right now, like on a larger scale. But, uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. I, I just yeah, I, I think that huh, this pre-order crap, this is ridiculous. This is like this is you know what this is? This to me is them figuring out some other stupid way of getting a headline that 
still talks about the PS5 coming out and somehow fails to mention the date and the price, but still is a headline. Like they're yeah. there. If, if there's anything genius about this whole plan, it's that it's that they are still able to be at the top of the headlines while not giving consumers information. And to that, my hat is off. Like, congratulations. Yeah. But like now it's getting to the point, And at least I feel this way. And I am definitely a, a Sony fan. I try to stay unbiased. I try to look at both sides of the equation, but Sony fan at heart. And at this point, even being a Sony fan, I'm like pissed. I'm like, dude, stop this bullshit. Stop giving articles and dumb like information that nobody actually cares about. Tell us when it comes out. Tell us if you'll have enough like product to actually give to everybody who wants it. And tell us how much it's going to cost. Otherwise, shut up. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so, guys, listen, if you do try to pull the trigger on getting that reservation and seeing if you're one of the lucky few to get that golden ticket, here is what you're limited to. <laughs> Number one, you will only have a certain amount of time to make the pre-order. So not only do you have to continuously check your email, <laughs> who knows how much time they're going to give you to put the order in once you receive the email because the clock ticks once that hits your inbox. So you will uh, need a U.S. shipping address. So for all you fans out there who are outside of the United States that listen to us, we apologize, but Sony did this, not us. Mm -hmm. uh, Pre-orders will be limited to one console per PlayStation Network ID. And here are the limitations. You can get one PlayStation 5 console or digital console, so you can't get both. You can only get one of those. You can order up to two DualSense wireless controllers and two charging stations. You can get two Pulse 3D wireless headsets. You can get two media remotes and two HD cameras. So, to basically break it down, you can get one system of type of your choice, two controllers with two uh, docking stations for chargers, and two Pulse 3D wireless headsets. But here's what I don't understand, and, and I'm trying to wrap my head around this. They offer two media remotes and two HD cameras. Why do you need two media remotes? I and why I, do you need two HD cameras? I, I listen. If you I can, can only get one system, if you can only get one system, unless it's like, hey, listen, if you're lucky enough to pre-order it somewhere else and get another system, maybe that's why. But like, I guess I mean it's just to go in line with two or everything else. But because like, except for the a, system, well, except for the system. But when you get a system, generally you want two controllers, you want two charging stations, you want two headsets. So it's like, okay, why well, don't we just I get no, to? number one, that's another question too. Two headsets, I, mean, I don't know about well, that. Well, yeah, no, if, if you have two people that are trying to play co op, like let's say it's a husband and wife that both game, you know, you both want a yeah. headset to play online. So, like, I, I understand it. So, I think they just were like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to say, hey, sure, you can buy an extra freaking remote if you want it. Like, they're not going to. Yeah. Well, I don't mind the remote. I was talking about the media. Oh, okay. Remote yeah, they, and the HD cameras. Oh, those that's are the what ones I mean. that blew me away. Remote, I get the yeah. dual. I get the dual sense stuff. That, well, like, that makes sense. And even listen, I'll even give like the wireless headset for the sake of you know that we, that I'll can, give that. Can we talk about the elephant in the room, which is like they're they're offering they're talking about pre orders, and how are you gonna offer pre orders when nobody even knows how much they're spending on the goddamn pre order? Like yeah, what, like we we need a pre, like there's not even there's no down payment. Okay. Yeah, right. like, so here's my info. guess. 
here's my guess. All right. So here, here's where I would guess. All right. So let's write this down guys, because this is the, this is the swami of video <laughs> games coming out for you real oh, quick. Oh, is that what, that what it is? That you're the swami? I don't know. <laughs> swami said. But listen, all right. So here we go. $4.99 for the system. If you buy the console, that's what I'm going for. We're not going to talk about the digital edition. $4.99, right? $4.99. It's cheaper than a Wonka bar. No, I'm kidding. It's big bucks. Big bucks. No whammies. $4.99. $499. I'm coming in at $60 per controller. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm coming in at $30 per dock charging station. Okay. So we're at six seventy nine. I think I'm $40 coming in. Docking, but yeah. Okay, I'm coming in at seventy dollars for the three D wireless headset. Uh, do you think seventy dollars for the wait what'd headset? You, did, you, did you say three? The Pulse three. It says it's called the Pulse three D wireless. Oh, wait, is that headset. just three D audio? Yeah, I think so. Fuck, I hate. Okay, well, $70. It's audio, damn it. It's not 30, like don't call I'm coming it in at I'm coming in at $70. Do you think that's too low? I'm I'm wondering if headsets? that might be too low. I yeah. think that's yeah, headsets I think are 100 bucks. If it's All wireless. Right, let's do that. No, wireless? I like you. Yeah, it's wireless. So I'm going to go yeah. 99. So right now we're at 877. I'm going to go at I'm going to go uh $30 for the media remotes. So let's see you get two media remotes. You're at 937. HD cameras. I'm gonna go seventy bucks on the HD cameras. I might even go hundred. I might even go hundred on the cameras. Uh, see, I would say okay. Well, let's just say this: the um, the Logitech, the Logitech um, C920 was around seventy dollars. Yeah, I, I. So that's why I feel like they'll fall in that place. I think to be honest with you, yeah. I, I think, think that's where they're gonna go. I think it's gonna be between sixty and seventy dollars. Let's go high, guys, and say seventy dollars. It's like so. My thought on that, just real quick, my thought on that is it's a Sony-branded camera, so all of a sudden now because it's Sony and they're known for cameras, they're going to upcharge on it. Well, I think their PSI, the eye camera they had originally, was was like 50 bucks. So it's not too out of the realm to say, okay, they'll inflate it and 70 is realistic. So for all you kids playing at home (laughs) that did the numbers. You better save up your allowance every week. (laughs) You better be saving now. Because if you were to say, you know what, Sony, I'm going to buy into everything that you're selling and I'm going to buy the max of everything that you're offering for this pre-order bundle based off of our numbers that we believe these things will come out, which are completely realistic, not outside the ballpark, if not lower than what the expectations probably will be. You will be spending before tax and shipping, which I hope they give you free shipping, a whopping $1,077 for the system. Well, and oh, by the way, if they no games, it, if by the can, way, no games. So if they bundle it, I imagine they'll cut that. They, they might do all of it for like 900 or something, right? So they're not going to bundle it, dude. Yeah, I, I don't think they will either. But I'm just because saying, you have they, to see that. So, because like I told you, oh, you before, don't think they're I gonna think you don't think they're gonna bundle everything. I think they'll offer a bundle. There's always bundles on release. No, they'll offer a bundle, but I don't think it's gonna be like what we're buying. Because yeah. why the hell are okay. you buying two media remotes? I'm still questioning that 
or two HD cameras. Oh. But like I said, if you decided that you were going to go all in on everything that you could get and maximize your pre-order, okay, it's all eleven hundred bucks. Yeah. You're 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 about eleven hundred dollars in with no games. And well, okay, but that but we're we're thinking that that's the case. Like we, we don't even know. I mean, that's what kills me about this. Like we're sitting here going like, all right, it might be eleven hundred dollars. Uh, to, to actually go ahead and pre-order the full package of everything that'll allow one person to pre-order. And we still don't know how much this system... Sony, what the hell? Like, and Xbox, like, Xbox is no better. I mean, Xbox is yeah. playing the same game, except now Sony is just pissing me off a little bit more because they're still talking about the system no, and pre-ordering it without saying anything. Here's the golden ticket, but you don't know what you're winning. Oh my when God. you're winning it. So even if you were to take away the media remote and one of the HD cameras, you're still in for like $977. Yeah. So you're just under a thou. But I, that's before taxes. So you're but, definitely over a thousand no matter what. Most people will probably go with a system, a controller, and maybe a charging station. I think that'll be but, the average. You know, but here's the thing that's interesting, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. The PlayStation, I hope, comes with a controller because now I think about this in my head. You're essentially getting three controllers there, right? Oh, because that's a good point. Depending on what it comes with, right? Because I'm like, okay, normally I'd, I'm like, why would I buy two and two? You know what I, mean, I think too. Let, so let, I'm hoping that's the case. But I'm curious to, to hear what you think about this. What? All right, the controllers. You were saying uh, you th you're thinking sixty bucks, right? So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I tend to agree with that just because that's kind of where controllers have been for the longest time. They kind of, they kind of been, they've been in line. Well, with so to be honest with you, I don't even, honestly, I think the $60 controller has been, hasn't really been around for that long, believe it or not. I no, think it's been with games it's been, generally. It, it will like, just yeah. caught up to games, I think. Right, exactly. Um, Your normal controller was like between $40 and $50 for the longest time, even in the, okay. even in the current generation. But I think personally, that the controller price should actually be going down in comparison to the system. Because well, I that's think because, well, well, that's okay. because they're giving that bullshit. Like, okay, here's the dual sense. Now we can charge $60 because now it's going to give you sensations on your fingertips. You don't. Yeah. But it's, of, it's, it's all the same shit. Like the, yeah, sure. The I technology agree. Is a no, I agree. But it's not, it's the system is what is being improved. The controller is it's the same improved. freaking controller. No, no it's no, dude, all right. No, what do you have? It's been improved. I told you. I just told you, dude. It, your fingertips are now gonna feel sensations. It's the dual sense, bro. I thought, I thought you were serious at first. I was like, wait, Josh, no, <laughs> no, stop trolling me. <laughs> stop fucking trolling me. I listen. This thing, it's like <laughs> there's a reason why the controller has literally looked the same. Every single, like, even to the point where now, because I know generally speaking, I think most people would agree that the Xbox controller feels a little bit better to hold, um, or at least the the Xbox One controller, not necessarily the original or the 360, although 360 was also pretty good. Um, so, I, and if you notice the new Sony controller, they kind of made it a little wider like the Xbox controller, but it still looks the exact same. So, it, it, all in all, all these controllers for every system is basically the same, unless you're Nintendo and you reinvent your controller every year. So... I think that the technology being the same, controllers should go down a little bit. And the systems, like, it makes sense. The systems are sticking up with the technology. You know, they're, they're, they're uh, innovating year in and year out, just like TVs. You get a brand new, you know, OLED TV, 4K, whatever. 
it's going to be super high in price. You get a brand new system, it's going to be higher in price. Like I get that. Controllers, it's no different. It's a freaking Bluetooth connection that takes inputs and gives outputs. Like it can't be that that much more money to design and create the controllers unless they're trying to make up their margin on the controllers that they're losing on the system. No, they're definitely doing more. that. Which no, they're definitely trying to make up margin and stuff. And it's and they're like, like I said, they're they're putting lipstick higher. on a pig. They're call the putting lipstick on a pig and calling it pretty. I don't know. Me personally, do. if you made the peripherals cheaper and made the system higher, I would prefer that because I'll I I will pay six hundred dollars for a PlayStation. I don't care. I'll pay six hundred dollars for an Xbox. Like I'm gonna get the system at some point. Maybe some people can't mm-hmm. buy both, but I feel like most people that are gamers would go ahead and get either system if it was six hundred dollars at this point just to get it. They might wait a little bit and not get it on launch because they have to save freaking money. But um, I don't know. I just I don't think the the console price is as big of a problem as it might have been seven years ago or, or even before that when the ps2 came out it was probably a, it was a huge deal um and the ps3 but the ps4 i don't think was that big of a deal i don't think it's as big but but it doesn't matter because we don't even know the price still it doesn't freaking matter nobody knows one day maybe september it's hidden. maybe september it's hidden it yeah i don't even so know. if you don't have the ability to pre-order this or spend that type of money we move on to should you just get a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> oh, I did. By, by the way, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I did actually. Sorry, I'm like trying to drink water at the same time. I did actually uh, sign up for the pre-order thing. So I'll let you know if I get the coveted email. I have to look up what my name is. I I, yeah, I think you have to go on your username. It doesn't go off of Yes, it does. Right. So yeah, I got to so, find that out. Because I'm, def- I'm definitely not pre-ordering it directly from them, but. Uh, well, it's, I so. will if they if they if they let me do the thing. I will, but if not, then yeah, it's probably gonna be like Amazon. if I can make it. If I'm if I'm elitist enough to run home, Charlie, run home. <laughs> it's so it's such a like this right here is the definition of capitalism. We're gonna pick and choose who gets to pre-order this system based on how much you are a brand ambassador for Sony that we're not even paying. You run to be a home, Charlie. <laughs> run as fast as you can. Oh my god. All I right. got a golden ticket. I got a golden <laughs> ticket. All right, go. Let's go. What's up? Uh, so you found something about how the Nintendo Switch um may be oh. trying to do an upgrade to battle with the next gen or do something like that? Well it was the video, so I didn't get a real chance to watch it, but it was just so it's just I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was an interesting talking point, you know, regardless of what they have to say in the article or the video. Uh, basically, the title of it was just "Does Nintendo Switch need an upgrade to take on PS5 um, or the Series X?" And it's just this whole next-gen console uh, talk, mm-hmm. right? So um, there is a rumored Nintendo Switch Pro coming out, mm-hmm. which I can't imagine is anything that much greater than the Switch. It's probably similar to like the Xbox, you know, getting an upgrade or the PS4 Pro, right? It's it's uh, maybe maybe it allows you know being able to work with VR or something like that. Like maybe that would be you know an upgrade but um but i guess it's just doesn't even need an upgrade so before i open my mouth joe i just that one question alone do you think nintendo switch if ps5 comes out the xbox series x comes out does nintendo switch need an upgrade no i agree wait are we agreeing on something you know what it is we agree on everything nintendo I think that's what it is. Like, well, like, no, I think I think it comes down to the fact that you know, look at what's happened here in this whole p- 
pandemic situation, the Switch mm-hmm. was the hardest system to find. By well, far yeah. was the hardest system to find. And it's because I think people were going back to their roots a little bit. They're mm-hmm. trying to find something fun and play something to do with their kids and things of that nature. And, you know, I think it's bringing people back to it. Like, yeah, man, Nintendo still got it. You know, if you got your games and you um, have your branding all in place, you don't need to go crazy. And they've always been innovative in different ways for people to play. I find the Switch to be so versatile and where these systems lack, you know, these other systems lack. And if they continue to innovate the way they have been, their pro version or their system that may be the next gen like class so it falls with the class of the x and the um five it's probably not gonna compete in regards to graphic power and all that stuff because the switch certainly didn't but what it will lack in that it will make up for an innovation in different ways to be honest with you i wouldn't be surprised if the next version of nintendo's console has some real like vr-ish style things like i think nintendo's been very gun shy about vr since the virtual boy so i think that you know (laughs) they tried and they were like oof we screwed the pooch on this one i think um we need to kind of step away from virtual reality but i think they could put a push on vr that would be pretty epic and if they did it in a unique way that was geared towards more kids like they have been, but have that sense of nostalgia for the adults. Mm-hmm. I think that they would be hitting a home run um, because think about it. They kind of were doing it with the Wii. You know, you had the controllers, you had the motion controls and stuff like that. So there couldn't be too much more different if they get a headset involved with it and they get a switch style system still. So it's still portable. Um, but they have some type of VR glasses that goes with it. Or, heck, who's to say that the system couldn't be the, the glasses? You know, that you just, like, push oh, it in. Like the Microsoft HoloLens or something? Yeah, but but even crazier than that, you just, like, connect it up and you attach it to your headset. So you can still play the system on your TV like the Switch is. But instead of a dock with, like, two controllers you're docking it to either like a headset or to some type of like gear that goes on your head and that's your system. You know what I mean? And I think that type of innovation is lacking in Nintendo and Sony in regards to that. So I I like your point about uh, COVID actually. So you mentioned how it's like, it's really hard to find them then. I think what happened with COVID and this is, this is a tribute to Nintendo, and I've actually mentioned this before, Nintendo is the gaming company. They are like the, and when I say game, like, I don't think of Nintendo in a eSport or competitive realm as much. Like, there is Smash Brothers and stuff, but that's very lesser known eSports. They don't really have much to do with that. I think of Nintendo as a true video game company. It's a fun, whimsical gaming, like, type video game, like, back in the day, like, you know, Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, you're playing a game, it very much feels like a game, and it's it's external to you. So, uh, or go ahead. Yeah, no, so with that being said, I would also recommend to you and to our listeners, if you haven't already, there's a docu-series on Netflix called High Score. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I am halfway through episode four, but it is definitely a very interesting docu series and gaming. Yeah, yeah, and and they do cherry pick some things, but so far it's interesting. But well, I, they I do have to say, it's been a lot of. They don't go the whole history, right? Don't they only go up to like the release of like N sixty four or something? I don't know where they end, but I can tell you that they've they've talked about the beginning and. Um... So I have it just so for anybody listening to clarify too, because there is actually an older Netflix docu series that came out, or I might have just been one like movie type documentary. It wasn't a series. I think it came out in like twenty thirteen, like when PS four was just about to come out or something, or twenty twelve. And um, that actually goes through the entire history of gaming. From what I read, I haven't actually watched this yet, but from what I read, what you're talking about, Joe, it only actually goes up to like N64 PS1 around that time, possibly. Okay. Um, I might be a little wrong with where it goes up to, but I know it doesn't do the entire spectrum. And for that reason, uh, the article I was reading anyways, I'm like really hopeful they, they make a second season so that it's yeah. not it's not just – because I don't think – video gaming history, you can't put into one – like it, there is so much to talk about. Yeah, and there's a lot that they overlook, but there's yeah. it's a good show so far. I mean, it's not amazing or perfect by any stretch, but so far pretty good if you want to sit down there 45 minute episodes and I'm definitely gonna check go it out. through stuff. So it's it's on Netflix. Um it's a Netflix original docu series, so you can only get it there. Um so yeah, check that out. But yeah, it definitely okay. pushes the Nintendo thing and Sega versus Nintendo. So Basically, so what I was getting at, right, with with Nintendo yep. having more Sorry. Of a game, I think that's all right. No, because I actually I want to check out that show too. So, um, so Nintendo I think appeals to a wider audience, and that's why the Wii like blew everything out of the water because it was new. First off, it wasn't so new like VR, where everybody was like, "This is a gimmick. Like, we're not going to do this." It was something. It was motion that actually it worked, right? And um, so when something like the the pandemic hit, COVID. Everybody is like, hmm, maybe we're actually going to play video games now because, well, fuck it. We don't have anything else better to do with our time. And the first thing that everybody on the planet, all 7, 8 billion people are going to think of first is Nintendo. Like, yep. that's just ingrained in, in like, human beings at this point. When you, th- when you tell any human being the word video game, there's multiple words that come to mind. And they're usually Nintendo, Mario, Sony, and Microsoft. And Nintendo and Mario are usually number one and two there. And I think that's amazing, like, what, what Nintendo's done to be able to get to that point. Um, it, it's, it's a pretty insane thing to, to think that that was actually... You, you, as a company, made the entire world think of your company when they think of a certain topic. That's that's pretty mm-hmm. nuts. So, um, yep. so, with that said, does the Switch need an upgrade? I don't think so. I think they could go through the entire next generation and just keep doing what they're doing because now everybody has a freaking Switch. And they'll yep. just they'll buy games for it. But, and actually, this is a little bit of a segue into a topic that we weren't originally going to discuss because now that I've brought this up, I Googled something real quick. Um, so there are rumors of a Nintendo Pro. And just like another, or Switch Pro, I should say, and just another Nintendo coming out. And um, supposedly less than a year away. So supposedly in 2021, this is going to be after, obviously, PS4 and Xbox, or sorry, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, this is supposedly going to come out. And uh, obviously, as you know, the Switch, I think it's uh, 1080p is what it supports um, when it's in the docking station. If it's out of the docking station, it's just 1280 by 720. So that's always been one of the issues, I guess, with the Switch is the computing power and the graphics. 
Uh, but with the type of games that they have, that's not really their shtick, so they don't need to care about that as much, I think. Uh, but if they do release another Nintendo Switch that goes, hey, now that 4K and all this happy horse shit is cheap, we're just going to throw together a, a pro system that's probably going to cost $300 because it's it's Nintendo, and that's, that's when they usually upgrade the tech. Kind of like Apple, like how Apple's always behind on the tech, and then they release it once they know it won't break. And it feels like Nintendo's similar to that in a sense. And uh, I think if they do that, I don't even know if it would actually help them. Like, it, like, sure, now they have 4K, but now what? Like, people are all of a sudden going to start playing COD on Nintendo? Like, that's – you have such a market built for your own games. I don't even think you need to go into 4K or any of that. Like, it's not going to accomplish anything for Nintendo, I don't think. It would yeah, be nice, I think, yeah, I think it's uh... – like I said, I think they if they're gonna launch something, it needs to have innovation. It needs to be different. It needs yeah. to bring something else to the table. And 4K is definitely not innovation by any stretch of the imagination. No, so. not at all. And uh, just as so, this is actually a rumor, right? So this is from Inverse.com. Uh, they had information from a supposed leaker. I'll go ahead and uh, spurt this out to you guys. So supposedly, just some of the things on this new Nintendo uh, Switch console or whatever it's gonna be called. Uh, it's got two HDMI ports, two USB Type-C ports, two USB Type-A. Um, the CPU is supposed to be an NVIDIA Tegra Xavier processor, uh, which is better than the, the current processor. Uh, system memory is supposed to be 64 gigabytes solid state. Uh, video output is supposed to be now full HD, 60 FPS with maximum Ultra HD and 4K resolution. Um, and then other pretty typical stuff as far as the system is concerned. So if it's really just a 4K upgrade, I think it's actually a waste of time for Nintendo to do that personally. Um, right. If you're going to sit there and tell me, hey, it's a 4K upgrade, but we have this new thing that we're doing now like they did with the Switch, which I still think is like very quietly they innovated again for handhelds. And now they completely – everybody gave up on the handheld market. Sony, yeah. gone. Microsoft, gone. Everybody. Nobody cares about handheld. They just do their smartphone or the Switch. That's it. So um, – yeah, I think they would be severely wasting their time if they, if they actually went the route of 4K. So Agreed. That's, that's just me. So we'll, we'll see if that actually does transpire in 2021. I'm sure Nintendo will announce something after the PS5 and the, and the Series X. And I'm sure they won't be dicks and they won't keep the pricing information for like months uh, until the day before the freaking release date like PlayStation and uh, Xbox are doing right now. So Yeah, um, no, I hear you. And with that being said, guys, it is time to go to our next topic, which was Gamescom 2020 came um, this weekend. And so there was a lot that happened, but nothing to like, oh, my God, drop everything. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted to talk about it real quick, just because the fact of saying, hey, listen, we know something happened, Gamescom, but. We try to really focus on things that we feel like are going to like really break the mold on certain things. You have GameSpot, you have IGN, and they're covering all this stuff. And, you know, that's what they do for a living. But nothing really poked out at me at Gamescom. It was really just, hey, we're going to make some announcements. Um, we're going to show off a couple of DLCs. And that was really all that happened. So... Opening night, they showed Dragon Age 4. Doom Eternal has some DS DLC called the Ancient Gods. Um, well, hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. Back up, back up. What? Because Dragon's Age. Have you played Dragon's Age? 
you must have right not in a very long time like i mean i i was one of the older ones and i i don't think i ever played anything after one to be honest with you, just oh I really like, okay right. yeah really. um i mean dragon's age i mean it's probably like final fantasy is my all-time favorite rpg but dragon's age is probably for like people that aren't in our generation maybe you know younger sub 18 people at this point mm-hmm. dragon's age is probably the rpg that they grew up with and it is like their final fantasy so to speak their team their game um, yeah yeah their rpg and uh so seeing dragon's age 4 be revealed was was pretty sick although yeah sorry i, sh- I say revealed but it wasn't it was a behind the scenes look at you know some of the stuff in the game and how they're designing it and developing it so there actually was no gameplay or anything but i i just did some quick uh research doesn't look like the earliest it's gonna come dragon's age 4 2022 right april 2022 so kind of yeah. unfortunate uh it's gonna be a little while but it will be on the next gen consoles which should be absolutely uh bonkers cool so um yeah then well Eternal. for all you for all you people who have fallen in to the hype of the craziest game of August, Fall Guys Season <laughs> 2, was shown off. And uh, Season 2 is going to have a medieval theme and we'll have new rounds and new costumes. By the way, Fall Guys, apparently the fastest and highest downloaded game on the PlayStation Network, apparently. So, so have you played this been- yet? I have not. And it's Neither been more... And it's more about time. Like I said, honestly... I've played Monster Train and I'm still continuing my playthrough of Iridus on my YouTube channel, Rough House Plays. And um, <laughs> you can check that out there. But those are like the two games I've been focusing on seriously. And I think it's because um, you can put them down easily, right? Like Fall Guys is multiplayer battle royale style. So when you're in, you have no time to be like, oh, I have to. Um, grab something for my kid or my kids out you have to like with iridus i can just like step away for a minute if i have to same thing with monster train ft we were just talking about like yep stuff like that so but yeah it's like the phenomenon of august is fall guys so so keep it up guys hold on actually and, and we were thinking about we were talking about like teams and stuff earlier um, and I don't know if you knew this, but okay. So I have not played Fall Guys yet. I, I literally feel like I have to play it at this point, like like Fortnite, right? Like I, I had to play Fortnite at some point just to just to. I have never played. You've Fortnite. Ne- okay, that's insane. Like I I I played it just because I hate Fortnite and I I live I, it as a badge of honor. I, <laughs> that's a good point. I hated Fortnite before I even played Fortnite, and then I was like, all right, I can't just like blankly hate a game for no reason. So I played it, and it was exactly what I thought. Um, so I, I just um, like it. So, but anyways, Justin, that's the guys. American way. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate you because why? Because I can't. So I don't need to know anything about <laughs> you to hate you. Reason? What's that? So um, I just need to see that you can dance. Fall guys. My... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. The oh wait, wait. You talking about all the the Fortnite dances? You the Fortnite do? dancing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I remember when Fortnite came out. That was like the biggest thing in media in general because media Fortnite the one thing i will give fortnite credit for is they helped video games or that game helped video games get more into the actual like world spotlight um Mm -hmm. it helped ninja blow up which like ninja wouldn't be ninja without fortnite and because of ninja now gaming is taken a little bit more seriously than it was maybe two wait what did it come out three years ago now it's been three or four years yeah yeah three or four years so the last three or four years have been huge for esports and stuff in general so uh but anyways Fall Guys, I feel like I have to play it first off. But second off, all right, 
I, I don't know about you, but I've never heard of Panda Global. Have you heard, have you heard of Panda Global? Nope. All right. There's a their symbol is like a panda, like roaring, like a lion. Um. Mm. So, <laughs> so Shroud talked about this on stream. Shroud's a, a pretty prominent Twitch streamer. Apparently, Panda Global, as of about five or, or five days to a week ago, created the first Fall Guys esports roster for a pro team. And I can't tell if they're just trying to meme the hell out of this game and troll everybody or if they're actually seriously trying to consider putting together like or, or Fall Guys in general trying to consider making this into a competitive esport. Like is that a thing? Like you've seen you've seen gameplay from this though, right? You yeah. know what it is. Do you yeah. actually think this game could could be an esport? Um yeah, actually I think it can be. Really? Absolutely. I don't know, man. I, I think that I don't think it can be. I, I, all right, so here's the thing, right? Let's let, let me let me break it down to you like this. This is, I've never understood this. Oh good. But I'm going to use it. No, 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 no. I'm 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 going in a totally different direction, but Okay. That you'd have no idea where I'm going. All right, lay it on. Me. I I have never been a fan of NASCAR. Uh, okay. That was unexpected. <laughs> okay. All right. right let me, but we're going through. We're going to, we're, I'm, okay. you're going to, at the end of the road, you're going to see, wow, this is the door you opened. Good job. <laughs> okay. Um, But if you didn't know, NASCAR has teams. Okay. All right. But it's all individuals, right? So yeah. you win your first, you're the winner. But, you're part of a team. Yeah. Typically just, like three yeah. or four racers are part of a group mm -hmm. and they're trying to win for the team. Okay. Fall guys. If they're building teams, still an individual sport for the most part, mm -hmm. but they're trying to build people up and teams okay. up that could win. So as much as I would like to say, as a competitive esport, you put fifty people in a room to play against each other. It should be individualized fifty, and that's the way I would always say mm -hmm. it should be. Um, but if they're going to build NASCAR teams, has multiple people on the same teams that racing, right? Them, exactly, right? because yeah. to be honest with you, it still doesn't make much sense because with Fall Guys, you could technically have teammates facing off against each other yeah. in team games. Like they do have team games in fall guys where you're like on the blue team or the gold mm -hmm. team or the red team and you're trying to do something and realistically the game to my understanding randomizes who's on each team so unless they fix it we're in a competitive spot you can choose that if your guys if your players survive but then again that still doesn't make sense because let's say you have a 10 you have 10 teams of five going at it right because i think it's 50 right it's 50 to start yeah well, for the most part, you're talking about, and I guess it makes sense in some respect, you're talking about a possible competitive disadvantage if out of those five teams, some of them, four of their five players fall off in the first round. And now you're, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so, so I get what you're saying where like how it could be competitive. So, so okay, that makes yeah. sense. And and I, I actually agree with the NASCAR comparison too, so that makes sense. So, but now my next question is, it's all right. So I feel like Fortnite was already a, like a little bit of a challenge to get into the competitive scene to for people to take it seriously, just because of the cartoony nature of the game. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like something like comparatively League of Legends, 
League of Legends has an easier time because it's more it's more like animated CGI stuff. It looks cooler. It looks more like an actual like new age video game. And there's storylines and lore that can be built around it. So people take it a little bit more seriously. So I guess my next question is like, does do people take something like Fall Guys or these little weird looking I don't even know what to call these things? Like they're fall guys. They're fall guys. I don't know, man. But like, does anybody ever take that seriously enough to make this an esport? Like, I don't. Dude, does it need to be taken seriously to become an esport? That's the question, right? Like, okay, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Okay. I well, I just think I answered my own question. Well, you did because going back to um, I was going to say high score, but but even so, going back to that high score documentary, there is conversation about. How they were like, how do we get women to play video games, right? Ooh, because that's a good point. Uh, yeah, dominated by men. Do you it know what game? But do you know what game launched women into the arcades? Tomb Raider. Wrong. No. <laughs> I think arcades. Uh, arcades. Eighties. Um, think of the eighties. Think of arcades. Arcades. Wait, Pac or Miss Pac-Man? Yes. Well, Pac-Man in general. Pac-Man was the end wait. Pac-Man. Wait. Well, hold on. But not Miss Pac-Man. No, Pac-Man. Why the hell did Pac-Man get girls interested in the Because girls thought Pac-Man was cute. Oh my god. That is probably one of the dumbest reasons. But like, dude, watch the watch the actual wow. show. Watch the game, the high score and you'll actually see it. And it's like literally they interviewed girls. They had interviews from girls in the 80s and they're like, what's your favorite game? And they're like, Pac-Man. And they're like, why? Because wow, it's cute. Wow, that's insane. Just like why a lot of women like the Miami Dolphins because they like the colors. <laughs> that's funny because that's true too. Yeah, wow. I know. Wow. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the little things sometimes in life that it is. people look over, but all right, but I so, was going to go the route of Pokemon. Yeah. Because, and I mean, you got Pokemon are cute too. Yeah. Well, like, well, Pokemon is, I mean, I'm not sure it's too competitive really, but Pokemon is an insanely large industry now, like to the point where you can make thousands of dollars just selling Pokemon cards because people, people take that very seriously now. And Pokemon yes. was always like the kitty game that you play when you're like four years old and you, oh, I got the Pikachu and the Charizard. But no, now you have 40 year olds that are like selling Charizards on eBay for a living. So, you know, I, I, I think, I don't know, I, I think it is actually possible for this game to get taken seriously. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll, so we'll let's go, let's go through the rest of these real Yeah, quick. we got sidetracked big time. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, so Star Wars Squadrons, they showed some single player stuff. Little Nightmares 2, which is really fun. The first one was really fun. And it that looks like a, two different guys. Is that a, uh, what's the guy's name that does the movies that look all horror like, uh, oh my God, this is gonna, this is gonna bug me. He does all the cartoon horror movies and it's, it's a Jim Burton. Jim Tim Burton. Burton. Tim Burton. Tim, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Um, does this yes, it does very look like it does look like a lot of his stuff for sure. Yeah, and Little Nightmares one was pretty fun to play, and two looks just as interesting and compelling and creepy. Sims and, Four. And Sims Four Journey Journey to Batu. Don't do it. Um, yeah, if don't you guys do don't, if you guys want to spend more money for EA, they don't go. do it. Don't do uh, it. They don't showed it. some. <laughs> they showed some video cutscenes for Cold War, which is the new Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft Shadowlands comes out October 27th. They launched the trailer um, with the date in October 27th, guys. We're back in it. Oh, 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 speaking of that, we were talking about Destiny last week with them mm-hmm. getting rid of the old content. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for World of Warcraft, too. Really? 
Yeah, well, and wow. I guess I guess I haven't read into it too much. Maybe we can talk about that next week. But I yeah. think uh, you have a choice though with World of Warcraft. Like if okay. you opt to not want the older content because you've been playing for a while, you can yep. exit. But if you're a new player, you can obviously start with that content. And then there you go. That's good. So twelve minutes. Um, so they just showed who's going to be voice acting, which it looks like they have some strong players. They have Daisy James Ridley, McAvoy. James McAvoy, and William wow. Defoe. So William that's pretty Defoe. strong. That's how William Defoe spells his name. That is that a typo? Yeah, no, that's real. He spells it Willem. Yeah, so is it pronounced William or Willem? No, it's Willem Defoe. It's, but everyone, yeah, it's Willem Defoe. I have always mispronounced his name. Yeah, Willem Defoe. There you go. All right. Well, um, you know, Lemnus Gate comes out. Um, that was launched for early 2020. They showed a gameplay trailer. 21. Age of Empires three, the definitive edition, coming out in October no. 15th. I don't care. I want four. Give me four. He Stop delaying four. four. Stop. Everybody wanted two remastered definitive edition. We got that. That's what everybody plays competitively. Now Metal Now we yep, want good. Now he wants the four. We Medal want. of Honor Above and Beyond. It's a first look at Respawn Entertainment's VR game coming this holiday 2020 with some intense vr combat unknown nine awakening showed a game reveal with the teaser trailer surgeon simulator 2 um it's already out now but wow that game is weird um <laughs> this is i still maybe i'll get that just to play it we'll see uh, how weird don't, it don't waste is. the money <laughs> don't waste the money sam and max vr they just showed they had an announcement trailer for that um they did do a world of warcraft animated made it short so animation is coming uh, destiny 2 beyond light gameplay reveal for status powers and it's coming november 10th warhammer another one storm guard announced for 2021 crash bandicoot it's about time this i'm soup for you getting this are you getting this uh uh maybe i don't know this I don't know. I just, I, I'm like I said, this. the money that you go into it. Uh, this new game looked interesting. Outriders coming a uh, holiday 2020 from Square Enix. Looks like a third person shooter. Um, Necromunda Underhive Wars, uh, September 8th. They had a new trailer for that. Teardown had a new gameplay trailer. Not sure God, what that is. Godfall was Godfall on this had again. a short, yeah. A teaser gameplay trailer. This is like they're really pushing Godfall and everything. Like, is this kind of like the game that they're putting on the face of the PS5? Like, is this maybe this, that's kind of the feeling I'm getting? No, Override Two Super Mech League coming out um, soon. They did a trailer for that Mafia, the definitive edition. Who cares? <laughs> Lego Star we don't, Wars. We don't need no definitive edition up in here. We need new games. Come on, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, um, Spring 2021. Struggling? A launch trailer for a game <laughs> called Struggling, which apparently this? comes came out already on August 27th. What the hell is this game? Or maybe this, I don't know, it's weird. Wait, isn't this, wasn't there another game where, I don't know, if you look through this You were trailer, like an alien. You were, no, I haven't watched it, um, if, but it's it, definitely not that one. It's, it's, think. well, no, 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 there's another game where you have to like, you, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but you have to like climb up a mountain, and the guy is just like swinging a pickaxe over his arm or over his head over and over again. Oh, jeez! You haven't seen that? Yeah, game no, I think about? I no, I think I've, I've heard of that. But... It was big on Twitch for a while, but this reminds me of that game, and you just have to like swing around with this weird alien with two Yeah, arms. wow! And I just saw some of the game <laughs> game trailer, and there's a giant unicorn shooting rainbows. Yeah, that <laughs> you try to get around so. 
who knows? It looks kind of like pinball-y style action in a little yeah. bit too in some of the things. So you have that chorus. Um, they showed some gameplay for that, which comes out in 2021. Wasteland 3, which is out. They showed a character trailer. Yeah, Spellbreak had a cinematic trailer for it's a free-to-play game coming out on the 3rd. Spellbreak interests me. It kind of looks like Overwatch, but like you can fly around as well. Um, so I'm curious to see how that it's free to play. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always interested in free to play games because those actually usually end up being some of the biggest competitive esports games. Uh, funny enough, so we'll see. See how Scarlet Scarlet Nexus uh, had a gameplay trailer. Quantum Error, which we believe to be a some type of Quantum Break. I mean, yeah, I'm going to look that game up maybe. right now. Hold on, Quant- is what would that be called a sequel right it could be a sequel it could be a prequel who knows a sequel to quant what was the first one quantum break yep quantum break quantum break quantum versus uh i don't know i don't think so no i don't i don't think it's actually a sequel Hmm. it might not be who knows but um that game's coming out no it's definitely not now that i'm looking at it yeah i mean it looks really eerily similar though like it, it no because just... it's got a place they like had a playstation thing quantum break was an xbox uh, uh exclusive yeah so. that's right yep mm-hmm. all right so it's a it's a weird first person shooter game um dirt five uh code masters announced it um with an arena editor so there you go you can make your own arenas bridge constructor the walking dead uh game reveal with a live action trailer for the launch of for later in 2020 is that show over i don't know like i i got so uninterested in that show after like the seventh season or so because it's just the same shit over and over again yeah it got rough um wwe is coming out with a battlegrounds game um it's coming out september the second week of september i believe so they showed off that too which looks kind of fun and that's what they showed off, or that's what were the major highlights from games. All, all online too, which again is super unfortunate that we still can't really do any like in person events because you know we went to PAX East and that was dude, I had a, was blast. a lot of fun and I can't wait yeah. until 2022 and we can go again. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. No, don't put that negativity out there, man. Don't do it. Not cool, man. Not cool. You just shot down all my hopes and dreams. Like, I, I know. I am genuinely excited to go to another one. Like I, that was yeah. amazing. Like I want to do. No, it we'll definitely have to do like the full like pass and like get a hotel room and just. Oh, we're like, going to Vegas for freaking CES or something. Oh no! Oh my god! No. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting you in trouble with your wife. It's all right. Oh boy! Don't worry about it. <laughs> so this segment will never get anyone in trouble. It is rough house <laughs> deal today. We have one game coming out. On September 3rd, that's going to be for free on Epic Game Store. It's called Into the Breach. And it's control powerful mechs from the future to defeat an alien threat. Each attempt to save the world's present, uh, save the world. It presents a new randomly generated challenge in this turn-based strategy game from the makers of FTL. So FTL. Wow. I should do some more research and see what FTL is. Faster than light. Okay, I was going to say, there's the, FTL could be a lot of different things. Which, by the way, got a 10 out of 10 in Steam. So, that's... Uh, there you go. It's a spaceship simulation roguelike 
allows you to take the ship and crew on an adventure through a randomly generated galaxy filled with glory and bitter defeat. Wait, know, where did you say? What, what store is that? Epic again? No, this is on. Well, the game, the game that I'm prom- promoting for free is on Epic, but <laughs> I looked up what FTL is, which is faster than. Oh, light, well, gotcha. and it's got a ten out of ten. Okay. On Steam. Yeah, but like I feel like, every and this week game came always... out in September of 2012. Every week, it's just always an Epic game that's free. It's always an Epic giveaway. Like Epic right? is just epic. on the top of their shit. Epic. Um, Except for right. Apple. But go ahead. Well, well, now the segment everybody's actually waiting for. I never yeah. said that anyone was waiting for my segment this time. <laughs> oh. By the way. oh, yeah, I know. I caught that actually. You just said they wouldn't get in trouble for it. <laughs> I was trying, yeah, because I was trying to make you feel better. Look at but you. Now you're, put, now you're putting it in. Now Look you're at you. To bite me is it a truce? Are we doing a truce? Is that what this is? I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. So, anyways, we got some game releases. Uh, okay, we got some big ones coming out, though. So, first and foremost, Ari and the Secret of Seasons for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch comes out November, or sorry, wow, November. Woo, you guys are going to be waiting a while. September 1st, take control of the seasons and use them to solve puzzles, defeat enemies, and discover the beautiful world of Valdi, this award-winning indie adventure. This actually does look like a pretty beautifully constructed uh, indie game. So if you guys like supporting indie developers, uh, it's X-In and Fishing Cactus are the developers and publisher Modus Games. Crusader Kings for PC. Actually looks interesting. Um, I've always liked strategy games that are like risk type stuff, right? And uh, this very much looks like that for PC on September 1st. Uh, the sequel to one of the most popular strategy games ever made, Crusader Kings 3, is the heir to a long legacy of historical grand strategy experiences and arrives with a host of new ways to ensure the success of your royal house. How much does this say? How much it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, this one's basically a full game. This is going to be $49.99 if you guys. Do want to pick it up? It's it's kind of like a civilization slash risk slash Age of Empires type deal, but less RTS, more uh, risk as far as that's concerned. Elder Scrolls Online, Stone Thor, got some DLC to go with your uh, World of Warcraft that was announced, uh, like Joe was just talking about earlier at Gamescon. Uh, it's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One September first. Hitman and Hitman Two, guys. If you were worried, if if listen, I know y'all were worried. Everybody was deeply, deeply worried about this. Hitman and Hitman 2 are coming out for Stadia. Your dreams have come true, everybody. I can't tell you enough how much I could care less about Stadia. At this <laughs> but point. yet we still bring but we still bring you the games that come but, out. But in case y'all are worried, we got some Stadia stuff. Um MX versus ATV all out for the Switch on September 1st. Uh, this is exactly what it sounds like. It's it's motocross and ATV. Um, all-terrain, all vehicles, all you. It's a complete off-road racing and lifestyle experience. Um, yeah, so there's various modes. Supercross, Nationals, Open Cross, Waypoint, Tag, and more. Uh, then we have Cookout, <laughs> Sandwich Tail. This looked different when I first saw this. This is actually for PC VR. This is for VR, yep. folks. Looks like the Oculus, yep. Get... Your aprons ready. Things are about to get messy. All right, this is this is what this game is is advertising here. Uh, players of Resolution Games' upcoming multiplayer will cook their way through a wacky and whimsical adventure that requires collaboration and communication to keep the customers happy and progress through increasingly hectic levels. But don't 
dish it if you can't take it because these customers are being business. So this is going to be basically a VR for, um, you know, all those games where you have to like manage the diner and customers mm-hmm. coming in and cleaning yep. the dishes and make, yeah, like that stuff. So um, what is it? Is it like Diner Dash? Is that the name of that game is? Well, there's a game like that, but there's then there's Overcooked, them. which yeah. is probably more like the yeah versus what this is like. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. but it, it looks interesting for sure. So VR version of that for you guys. We got uh, World Rally Championship number nine coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One on September 3rd. This is the ninth iteration in the uh, Dirt Car Rally stuff. Uh, new physics, new surfaces, everything redesigned, yada, yada, yada. Basically like the next Gran Turismo. It's just the next WRC coming out. Doraemon Story of Seasons for PS4. Uh, that actually comes out September 4th. Japan's adored Doraemon, which just reminds me so much of Digimon Rip. I love that show. I'm so mad that they just like it just ended. Meets uh, <laughs> Story of Seasons in this new fresh take on farming now on Steam. The setting is Natura, and the theme is creating bonds while doing so. Enjoy the heartwarming interactions through each character in the story. Uh, and the big one, also on Stadia, <laughs> by the way, but. More importantly, on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on September 4th is Marvel's Avengers. And uh, again, Spider-Man only on PlayStation, which we talked about on another episode. Rip Spider-Man for anybody wanting to play something other than PlayStation. Um, And I think that's actually, is that the game pre-order that's available on September 4th, it looks like? So um, I'm not sure. Does it actually come out? When's the actual release date? Marvel's Avengers. Because they just had the beta. The release date is no, it says September 4th. Oh, so this must be like if you pre ordered it, you yeah, will have access to it on September 4th. Yep, so, um, so there's that. And oh god, where'd it go? Last but not least, oh, last but not oh my least, god. last but not least, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two doesn't actually say remastered or anything, but it's probably just an HD remaster for PC, PS4, and Xbox One coming out September 4th. And they're, th- they're talking about making a new Tony Hawk at some point as well for next-gen stuff. So very excited to see that because who doesn't like who doesn't like some nostalgic warehouse level grinding around the pipe at the top, breaking through the glass and that little little thing hanging above the half pipe. Like, everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. And that, everybody. that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes the game releases for the week. And with that, it also includes the... Uh, Wow. Concludes. <laughs> concludes. This episode of Game Wild. We really appreciate you guys coming along yet again for another week of Game Wild. We will see you next week, hopefully with some great news, but you never know. Thanks, Sony. Thanks, Microsoft. Yeah, right. News. Hey, Whatever, guys. Nothing. So with that, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Later, everybody.